Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. So the big challenge is how can house owners like you and me get a flood-free home? How can business managers like you and me get a flood-free company? And how can public servants provide flood-free critical infrastructure and livable cities? Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their room while standing in the midst of the disaster. Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers need to construct such buildings and cities and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge and this podcast will give the answers. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe. Yeah, today we sing the unsung hero's song of stability, <laughs> Un unveiling the hidden power of screws and bolts. So, uh, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Hilti Threaded Sleeves, just to mention one brand, but uh, that is a very popular one, of course, uh, and um, uh, very well known. So, screws and bolts, uh, what are they good for? Why should I know about it? How will my family safety We talk about flood protection, right? Be affected during heavy rain. So let's um, describe a little bit the difference between the screws and bolts in terms of uh, safety in flood protection. Um, how can you ensure that your installed demountable flood barriers do a good job and protect your building if heavy rain floods? Uh, if heavy rain floods your neighborhood, and uh, that is. Um, What we will talk about today. So, yeah, welcome again um, to all listeners out there. Uh, it's another episode of Flood Protection Sequence. And uh, uh, yeah, as I've said, uh, we are diving into a topic that, uh, uh, while seemingly mundane, plays a crucial role in our everyday lives and uh, the world of screws and bolts. And these small yet mighty tools are the unsung heroes that hold our world together, often unnoticed, but always essential. So let's start with a scenario we have all encountered, I'm quite sure. Yeah, look around where you are when you are in your in your living room at home or, or even in your in, a, in an office. Uh, look around. Uh, I'm quite sure here and there you can you can see uh, a picture and uh, the thing is first uh, who was hanging this picture on the wall so it seems simple right but uh, have you ever paused to consider the tiny marbles that make this possible the screws that we casually twist into our walls are engineering feats enduring that our precious memories stay in place adding charm and character to our homes Now, picture this, attaching a fence post to a concrete base uh, for all those who, uh, who uh, own a house, a lot. But the same for, for a business. Uh, there's normally there's always a kind of fence somewhere. Uh, if, if you don't uh, 
prefer concrete wall, what I personally find very ugly because I always feel like in jail. Uh, I need to to see the neighborhood. Uh, here in Germany, we don't have these concrete walls. Very, very rarely, very rare. And um, normally these, these fences are open. Uh, first uh, for the animals, uh, yeah, the, uh, as long as you live in um, in pro province, but in the city as well. So, and you can, of course, see the green of the neighbor. And that, that, that is widening your own lot in a way. And uh, that gives you a good feeling. So that is our culture. In other countries, it might be difficult, uh, different. And I also understand uh, in some parts in, in, in Asia that for safety reasons, the uh, people uh, are putting, uh, yeah, putting themselves in a jail. <laughs> By by putting a concrete wall uh, three meter high around them. Now, yeah, anyway, um, for a fence, and uh, you uh, need to have a concrete. Uh, um, uh, uh, if you want to, yeah, install a fence, a fence post you need, and then you need a concrete base. By the way, you also need a concrete base if you want to install a concrete wall. But we are talking about a post, a post, uh, and then very easy. You can have a have a wooden fence or you can um, but that's not a good idea i tell you from my own experience you have to paint it almost every two years and that is a that is a terrible work um and um or you take kind of chicken wire um coated uh, coated fence so in gray or in green or different colors very often they are green or they are gray and um and uh, these these parts of uh, of the fence um, the fence is not one piece, huh? so it's split normally, and you have a, um, and then of course you don't have chicken wire. Chicken wire is uh, that is very old-fashioned. Huh? So you have elements, so prefectured elements, and these elements uh, are inserted uh, in between posts. So that's what we are talking about. Um, it's a task that requires strength and precision. Uh, something that bolts accomplish with ease. These robust fasteners connect and secure ensuring stability and safety that's what you want whether it's for a quaint garden fence or a more substantial boundary so in in this episode we'll we'll uh, we'll explore the fascinating world of uh, screws and bolts and uh, yeah from the smallest screw in our eyeglasses to the hefty bolts in construction sites each has a story to tell a story of strength design and the incredible science behind that keeps our daily lives running smoothly yeah join me a little bit uh, as we unscrew the mysteries and bolt down the facts understanding how these everyday essentials play a pivotal uh, a pivotal role in our lives um, so grab your tools or just your curiosity and let's uh, dive into the sensational world of screws and bolts uh, it's quite interesting. So the difference uh, first between a screw and a bolt is primarily in the design and the way they are used to fasten materials together. So let's start with a screw. So with screws, screws typically have a tapered thread that covers the entire length of the shaft. They are designed to cut our, or form a thread into the material in which they are driven. So screws can have various head styles like flat, phillips or torques and uh, thread types depending on their intended application so let's let's talk about bolts bolts usually have a cylindrical or flat shaft with a uniform thread towards one end bolts are intended to be to be used with a nut and uh, often require a pre-drilled hole so they may not have threads along their entire length and their threads 
are generally um, not, um, what do I call it, tapered. So that was a design. Now, how about the usage? So let's start with uh, screws again. So when a screw is turned, so when you turn the screw, it cuts or displaces the material to create its own mating thread. This makes screws self-threading, meaning they can form or tap their own threads. In wood, for instance. Huh? Um, screws are often used in wood, as I've said, uh, plastic or metal, where they can form a strong grip within the material itself. Or you use them with dowels, uh, for instance, in concrete. Bolts are typically used to fasten two or more components together with a nut, clamping them in place. And uh, the bolt passes through pre-made holes in the material and, uh, and the nut is threaded onto the bolt from the opposite side to secure the components. I mean, quite uh, easy to understand. At, at, at least for me, I hope it is also uh, understandable for you. So we talked about the design, about the usage, now about the application. Screws first again. They are commonly used in carpentry, electronics and machinery for securing components where the connection may need to be removed or adjusted. Bolts are often used in construction machinery and automotive uh, applications, for instance, where a stronger, more secure joint is needed. And that's the point. My dear friends, where a stronger, more secure joint is needed, especially for longer, heavier components. Yeah, and now you know already where I want to lead you to. Yeah, when we talk to flood protection, then of course uh, we need more secure joints and uh, uh, larger, heavier components. Um, that these are the barriers, and that is the impact of uh, the water pressure, or that is uh, the water pressure itself plus the impact through kinetic energy um, by floating debris or by waves, for instance. So, which are the consequences if you would consider using tiny, slim screws for flood protection? Oh my gosh. High, high risk. I always call these, uh, these uh, tiny screws the uh, junior screws. For, for It's really a screw. It is, it is not a bolt. That is, I don't know, that is a toy. So tiny. Huh? Heavy duty is the order of the day. The right dowel and the right bolt. So what we do is we use Hilti threaded sleeves. That is a topic of this uh, episode. As a, yeah, as a dowel huh? in, a, in a way. And um, in two component adhesive. And then we insert stainless steel bolts or um, hexcon bolts. Yeah? And th that is how the things are connected. And that is a trick Because uh, these, you know, these um, Hilti threaded sleeves, uh, they are available in M16, M20, M24 millimeters. And uh, the, the, length, the length is up to, yeah, depending, uh, so it, but it's definitely more than 10 centimeters, it goes to 15, 15 centimeters, 20 centimeters. So you can imagine already when you compare it with a tiny small screw that you use at home to, um, to hang a, um, uh, a painting with a, with a, with a, with a heavy frame, uh, perhaps at the wall, yeah, then you don't take a nail. For a small, tiny painting or just a photo, you, you might take these small, tiny needles, these, <laughs> these um, nail, nails. Uh, but um, 
here then you will take uh, of course a serious uh, serious screw for these bigger ones and for the flood protection uh, same like what you do for the post uh, at your fence you need heavy duty equipment and these Hilti thread sleeves um, Hilti, Hilti is a company coming from Liechtenstein they are very very close to Switzerland and um, they are widely used all over the world so uh, first of all, I don't get commission after. <laughs> That's not why I say that. But uh, <clears throat> this manufacturing in Germany as well. And um, so uh, um, you can find them in all construction sites in the world. And you you probably have seen already their red, um, their red cases with a white Hilti on it. And um, um, even at the airport, sometimes you have some... Uh, some um, uh, some uh, um, technical technic uh, technicians traveling around the world and uh, they carry these red uh, cases and uh, <clears throat> that is used on almost all construction sites because of why um, th these these products are available everywhere when you use their tools as well there is a good service that you can you can take benefit of the service uh, in almost every big city in the world and uh, spare parts are easy to get when it comes to um, yeah to, to spare parts or to tools uh, and you are in the middle of a construction and then suddenly um, your drill is breaking or your drilling is a, uh, a core drilling machine for instance that you need for a proper drill hole or it's at least it is better to do it you can also do it with a with a standard standard um, drilling machine but uh, that's more complicated when uh, let, let me say when you have 100 drill holes to do and they all must be aligned in a way that the middle support the middle posts are really aligned and uh, vertical by 90 degrees and um, yeah and 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 you have to match uh, the four drill holes from the base plate of the middle support of the post together with um, with the drilling uh, in your in your concrete uh, foundation that sounds perhaps a little bit confusing, uh, but at the end of the day, what I want to tell you is that with these threaded sleeves, uh, once inserted into, um, because that is a kind of dowel, uh, so it, it, it has a hole in the middle. You insert it into your concrete and you, um, you connect it with a concrete with an A, with a two component adhesive, as I've said, and then you insert, you put the, the post with a, with a base plate on it. And then uh, you um, connect uh, the, um, the base plate with the foundation uh, by using, let me say, hexcon bolts. Uh, and um, when we dismantle the middle supports for these demountable flood barriers, for instance, um, you might ask, uh, what happens now with, with, these, with these holes? Because the installed heavy thread sleeve, uh, Hilti thread sleeve, is, is has a hole that's not good sand can go inside perhaps with a uh, ladies with the shoes with high heels uh, can have a small accident so don't don't worry about that because we close it with um, stainless steel bolts so very very small bolts also heavy duty but stainless steel of course because it should last long uh, if you want to have a cheap okay then take cheap cheap uh, bolts from somewhere but don't wonder when they are rusting and then one day you cannot open open it anymore because uh, the thread is so simple and uh, uh, it's damaged already then you risk the whole flood protection of your building and uh, yeah that's it already so uh, 
the, the key point is the difference between uh, the, the tiny screws with a tapered thread that covers the entire length, more or less, whereas the bolts usually have a cylindrical or flat shaft with a uniform thread. And, um, uh, the, um, and it is always a connection between two parts. So you have uh, these, uh, the one ele- this one element that uh, is called uh, the dowel and the screw or the hilti threaded sleeve plus the bolt. Yeah, so um, that's a combination, more more or less, that you have. And what we do in flood protection to um, give you a safe feeling, of course, and uh, that you have a long lifetime, you can enjoy a long lifetime of the flood protection uh, installed, is that we connect uh, the Hilti thread sleeve uh, with a A2 um, uh, with a two component as a adhesive. And uh, yeah, um, the thing is. That uh, to install it, you need um, skilled people to do it. Yes, you can drill, but once again, for one post, you have every po- every vertical post that is splitting um, long spans of uh, demountable flat barrier. So let me say you want to have a post all 2.5 meters uh, and your entrance, uh, your gate entrance is 8 meters. Yeah, So then you have about uh, three three middle supports uh, because um, um, depending on the height, uh, that, that gives you four sections, so every section is two meters long. Let me say you have a, um, one meter 80 flood protection height, so then the span length is two meter uh, with three middle supports. Uh, just an example. Yeah? And then you have at every middle support a base plate, because that is what you attach to the foundation. And every base plate, food plate, food plate has four drill holes. Uh, well, and uh, uh, and the opposite part at the, in your foundation uh, is a drill hole. So you must uh, make four drill holes um, for each. Uh, so you have three that is already 12 and they all must be aligned and they must be vertical. Um, that is possible um, uh, that, uh, that, you, um, that you can drill properly, but people who are not skilled don't know how to do it. And then suddenly you cannot insert uh, um, at the end uh, the necessary hexagon bolts because it doesn't fit with the uh, with the one-time installed threaded sleeves. And you cannot take them out and do it again because they are connected with the foundation with a two-component adhesive. That means you must cut out the whole concrete and pour the concrete again and do the whole thing again. That will delay your your installation and make it more costly. That is why from the very beginning we uh, only only use uh, the good material. We work with core drilling machines on our own, and um, uh, if you cannot uh, cannot do that on your side, um, uh, that means uh, your 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 people don't have these tools uh, for whatever reason. They are not um, skilled uh, enough. Then we suggest another solution, and this other solution. Um, you can uh, discuss with us uh, next time. That is the use of anchor plates, pre-installed anchor plates. And then you have not to drill um, on-site during the installation. You have to install, prior to the main installation of the flood barriers, you have to install these anchor plates. Yeah, all this information um, um, you can get um, by visiting us uh, in our Asian Center for Flood uh, Control in Clark, um, 80 kilometers north of Manila, Philippines. That is the Asian Center for Flood Control, our headquarters or the headquarters of Flood Control Asia. 
Um, they have an own airport and daily flights of the uh, Emirates, Qatar Airways, Singapore, uh, Bangkok. I heard recently it's open. Incheon, there are I think seven flights every day with uh, with uh, uh, South Korea. So uh, easy to go. So I just uh, in, invite you to go there, and there is where you show you the difference, and you can t you can take it in your hand. And and one, I, I guarantee you, if you have felt the difference between uh, the tiny screw, the junior screw, and the heavy-duty Hilti Threaded Sleeve M20, um, your decision is very easy what you will do. And you don't think to, to, to save uh, uh, perhaps some hundreds of, of euro, because um, when you connect that, when you compare that with the lifetime of the flood protection and what you want to achieve, the protection of your family in your house, the protection of your inventory in your company or the protection of your um, uh, public facilities like airports, hospitals, subways and so on, then that is nothing compared to the, uh, yeah, to the damage that might arise, might happen uh, once a heavy rain is flooding your premises and your building. That was the unsung, the song of the unsung heroes of stability. Um, unveiling the hidden power of the screws and bolts. So um, my opinion is very clear that we go for the Hilti threaded sleeves. But if you are not able or you cannot provide the skilled people to install it properly outside uh, um, the country, uh, depending in which country you are, in some countries we do the manufacture uh, the installation by our own. Um, if not, we only supervise it. But then we highly suggest why not to go for anchor plates, and that will be described in another episode. And as always, stay safe and flood-free. I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode. I would be very happy. See you then. As always, stay safe and flood free. Your Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team. That's it again with the new episode of Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, German engineer, book author, and head of the Flood Experts. What can Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, protect for you? Anytime? Worldwide? Contact us or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering. German quality. Safe. Flood protection secrets. The secrets you'll want to unfold. Don't forget, you're only one flood barrier away. Subscribe to the season, and you'll never be late for an episode. <laughs>